0: Welcome to the Hometown Sports Show. I'm your host, Michael Ensman. Eddie's going to join me later in the program, so I'm just going to get started. We're going over the week six slate of games tonight. First off, I'm going to go through the top five at every single position this week. At quarterback, Deshaun Watson led all quarterbacks in scoring this week. He had 335 yards and four touchdown passes. And... 26 yards on the ground. Matt Ryan had 371 yards passing four touchdowns for 31.6 points. Number three, Carson Wentz had 213 yards, two touchdowns, and then he had 49 yards on the ground with a rushing touchdown to finish third at 29.4 points. Fourth, Ryan Tannehill had 364 yards passing four touchdown passes, and one pick to finish with 28.56 points. And number five, Lamar Jackson had 186 yards, one touchdown, but he had 108 on the ground and a touchdown as well. So that really catapulted him up there. And the next few were pretty surprising. We had Phillip Rivers, who's really been subpar this year so far. He had 371 and three touchdowns to finish sixth. Kirk Cousins finished seventh with 343 yards, three touchdowns and three interceptions. It really looked like it was going to be a lost day for everybody who started Cousins this week cuz at halftime he had three picks, but in the second half he threw three touchdowns to kind of save his day. And then Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, we're uh we're not through that game quite yet, but right now he's got 215 yards and three touchdowns. So Good day for him. At running back, it was a Derrick Henry day today. He just killed it today. He's the first guy to go over 200 rushing yards this year. He ran it 22 times for 212 yards and two touchdowns. And then he also had 52 yards through the air. So he ended with 38 points in standard scoring. Uh, Number two was DeAndre Swift. He finally had a breakout game. He had 14 rushes for 116 yards and two touchdowns. So he ended with 24.3. And then Ronald Jones had 113 yards and two touchdowns himself. James Conner was fourth with 100 yards and one touchdown. And Joe Mixon, who got hurt in this game, but he ended up coming back. He had 54 yards rushing and a touchdown and then 15 yards through the air. Top five at receiver, we had Justin Jefferson, who had 166 yards and two touchdowns. He really seems to be for real. He's awesome. 30.6 fantasy points. Julio finally came back, and he had 137 yards and two touchdowns. Fuller had 123 and a touchdown. A.J. Brown had his second straight really strong game. He had 56 yards and two touchdowns for 17 points. And then Keelan Cole had 143 yards this week. He didn't score, but... 143 yards is awesome. Chase Claypool had another good game, 74 yards receiving. And then he had a seven yards and a rushing touchdown on the ground. And Travis Fulgham showed up again, 75 yards and a touchdown for him. So tight end was just a, for the one o'clock and four o'clock games. It was kind of a shit show, but George Kittle is really uh, doing well uh, the Sunday night game. So he's moving up the rankings. Trey Burton was the high scorer. He had a rushing touchdown and 58 yards and a touchdown through the air. Anthony Ferkser, I think Johnu Smith got hurt in the Titans game, so he was out. And Anthony Ferkser for the Titans got most of the work. He ended up catching eight of nine targets for 113 yards and a touchdown. Darren Fells, we talked about him in the preview. He had another good game, 85 yards and a touchdown rob gronkowski it seems like maybe gronk is back he had his best game of the season he caught five passes for 78 yards and a touchdown eddie what's going on my man
1: yo 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 back at it week six review
0: yeah uh how'd your week go any uh any crazy wins or just a bunch of losses or what
1: Nah, not any crazy wins i uh i was i was handicapped because of the lakers so i've i've been out of the game for a couple weeks uh get get the gambling money back right and then i'll be back out here uh next week though
0: yeah (laughs) well we're gonna start with first game that we're gonna go over the goat bowl man one of them was a goat and man the other one turned into a goat man (laughs) Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers in 2018, he threw two interceptions the whole year. He threw two today, man.
1: What happened? See, I like, I don't know what's going on, but, like, I can't, I can't, I don't know, I can't sit out here and say that Tampa Bay is better than Green Bay, though. I think it was more coincidental than anything, and I'm not even, like, a big believer in that word, but, I don't know, Aaron Rodgers is still, at this point in the season, better than Tom Brady.
0: I don't really know what happened. They they kind of had m- almost all their weapons except Lazard. And, yeah, Rodgers had 160 and two interceptions. He had three fantasy points. Aaron Jones had 15 yards and a touchdown. So, I mean, at least he got the touchdown. But still, man, just an all-around terrible game. I have the Bucks defense in a league, and I figured, oh, they're playing the Packers. Might as well pick up the uh, the Dolphins because they were playing the Jets. The Dolphins scored a shutout today, and the Bucks still outscored them. Like, damn. <laughs> I cannot believe that, man. So,
1: Yeah, man. I don't really know what was going on. I, I'm i not going to sell the Packers short. Aaron Rodgers has been phenomenal all year. He hasn't thrown an interception prior to today. Uh, and yeah, only coming he in, he had 13 touchdowns.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the last two combined, he only had six. So to throw two in a game, like, man. That's crazy.
1: Or does it show that like the Buccaneers defense is pretty solid?
0: Yeah, they really are, man. They're uh to hang up a 20 spot in fantasy points against Aaron Rodgers is not something a lot of defenses do, that's for sure. Rojo came out to play today. This was his third game in a row with over a hundred rushing yards. He had two touchdowns today. He ended up with 24 fantasy points. He's uh he's he's really turning around. And I've, I've traded him in two leagues already, and I'm feeling like an idiot. I
1: don't know. I mean, Rojo looks a little bit bigger than he did coming into the league, no? Like, he almost looks like a little bit more stout. A little bit like he's putting, uh, I don't know, some hits on the them linebackers, man. Like, he kind of looks more of the Derek, I'm He's nowhere close to Derrick Henry, but, like, he has more of, like, the size. And maybe moving forward, is that... Is that the new type of running back? I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, right now, after this week, he's third in the NFL in rushing behind Derrick Henry and Dalvin Cook. So that's pretty impressive, man. Props to Rojo, man. Juicy Gronk had a game today? 78 yeah, little, yards a and a touchdown.
1: Gronk, a little Gronk showing tonight. Like, I like it. I like it. And maybe that's why they put a, that number of points. Maybe... Tom Brady got tired of trying to input himself into the situation instead of like yo the reason that I brought Gronk here is because I want to I want to play with Gronk and then this is what happened so maybe moving forward Gronk is a solid play
0: yeah i mean I think he was pretty okay last week, too, honestly.
1: No, yeah, he wasn't bad. Yeah, no.
0: yeah, 52 yards last week and then 78 and a touchdown. I mean, shit, he's probably a top-five tight end total the last two weeks. <laughs> the position is just ugly, man, especially this week. I already went over the, the top 10 at tight end this week. You saw my man Logan Thomas. Yeah, caught a touchdown. Listen to the top tight ends, man. We got Trey Burton, Anthony Ferkser. Kittle's up there now. He wasn't when I started. Darren Fells, Gronk, Hayden Hurst, Adam Shaheen, Logan Thomas, Nick Boyle, Cole Kmet. Like, stop me when you heard of somebody before.
1: (laughs) Right, right. Number one,
0: only. Yeah, so, yeah, weird week. And also, they had uh, some crazy uh, stats from this game, receiving-wise. Godwin had 48 yards, but Mike Evans only had one catch for 10 yards. That was a a bust and uh, not much else. So I I don't get where the four touchdowns came from. (laughs) Just Rojo out here killing it, man. Yeah, no, Rojo, honestly, as uh, high as
1: we were for Fournette at one point, I don't know, it really looked like Rojo uh, turned the corner. We were both big Ronald Jones fans at the beginning of his career. We kind of fell off there for a second. But, man, it really looks like he may have figured something out. And he uh, turned into the guy he was
0: in college. Yeah, and Keyshawn Vaughn, he came back from that crazy hit last week. Had five rushes for 42 yards. So, he was the second most involved. That wasn't too bad for him. Next game, uh, we already talked about the Dolphins shut out the Jets today. 24 nothing. I actually... I read a funny thing you know Mike Lombardi he was I guess on a radio show and they were like well why don't they fire Gase and he's like why would you and I was like where is he going with this but it really makes sense why would you fire Adam Gase right now he's kind of doing exactly what you want you don't want to win games if you're the Jets I guess so I mean (laughs) he's calling the exact plays you would want to call to lose the game so he's I don't know, he's kind of killing. It for him. So
1: so yeah, so his mindset's like uh don't fire him now and turn it around uh fire him at the end of the season.
0: Yeah, yeah, just assure yourself of getting the number 1 pick by keeping him as your coach, which makes sense. I mean, it sucks for the fans, but I don't I, I think you could try to win right now and uh still lose all your games, but at least put something out there. 24 <laughs> nothing to the Dolphins, man, it's embarrassing.
1: But but also I think that uh, Dolphins like like even we've probably said that the last couple of weeks, man. They're they're semi underrated, man. The Dolphins are actually kind of putting shit together, and uh, they're one of those teams that they, they weren't like the Dolphins before. I don't think that they're like like oh, oh they have a chance to win the Super Bowl or anything even close. But they're one of those teams you can't sleep on at this point, man.
0: Yeah, man. They're uh they're pretty good. It just The problem was, is like there was some hype on him coming into the season, not like going to the playoffs hype, but just like, oh, they're exciting. And then Fitzpatrick laid the egg week one. But, man, he's been awesome ever since. He had five points week one, and this was his worst game since week one, and he threw three touchdowns. So he hit over 20 points weeks two through five. So really turned it around, man. Miles Gaskin. Had 91 yards rushing and 35 through the air. Shaheen, like I already said. Mike Gasicki, I don't know what happened. He had two targets for zero yards. It's funny, Mike Gasicki had two targets for zero yards. You would think, like, hey, man, Chris Herndon's probably going to gain some on our bet. No, he didn't. (laughs) Gasicki at least had a target. I don't know what happened to Herndon. He didn't even get targeted, so... He might not even play, but he wasn't out, so I don't know. Yeah, not much to talk about, though, in this game. Preston Williams had 18 yards and a touchdown. Devontae Parker had three receptions for 35 yards. On the Jets' side, Frank Gore had 46 yards rushing, 24 through the air. Jamison Crowder had 13 targets, caught seven of them for 48 yards, which is just... I am not blaming him. I'm blaming Flacco. Sorry. No, and and that's where I was
1: at. I was going to say, the only player on the team that's even worth a play at this point is Crowder. But it, it, man, it's such a risky play. Like if Crowder was on any but any other team, I at this point I kind of believe that Crowder is probably a top receiver in the league. But like he. Almost like uh Robbie Anderson type situation, seriously.
0: Yeah, maybe the Jets can't sustain a guy. I thought they might be able to, but yeah, they really are just a dumpster fire. Next game, the Lions beat the Jaguars in the Cat Bowl, 34-16. Matt Stafford, I thought he was going to have a better game than he did. two twenty-three and a touchdown and an interception. The big story of this game was the emergence of DeAndre Swift. Of course, I dropped him last week.
1: And I traded him last <laughs> man.
0: It's like I I don't know anybody who likes to hold on to rookie running backs like I do. And like at some point it's just like I, I gotta fill some stuff, you know? And uh of course that's the week that Swift goes off. Fourteen carries, hundred and sixteen yards, and two touchdowns. Eight point three average for him. I think Swift is now the, the back to own. If you started Peterson though, he had forty yards and a touchdown, so you're perfectly okay.
1: And that that's what I'm saying. Like I like don't get too don't get too cocky with this situation because there's a reason that you dropped and there's a reason that I traded him. Like yeah. give him one more week. Like if he was one of your players that you had to play this week, that's fine. Go ahead and play him again next week and you have way more confidence moving in. To the following week but if you played him because uh one of your other backs were on a buy or whatever the case may be I'd still be a little weary about it but i do think he's moving up
0: yeah it's like if you're in a scenario where you're dropping deandre Swifty, you're fine at running back so even after this game there's a really good chance you wouldn't be playing him next week anyway and you're never out of the woods with one good game man how many times have we seen an awesome game and would you be super shocked if Next week, Adrian Peterson was just the bell cow, and DeAndre Swift had like seven carries. That's something that could happen. Matt Patricia's kind of crazy like that. Galladay had 100 yards, so that's his third good game in a row. He's a must start, obviously. And Hawkinson had 17 and a touchdown. He's definitely a low-end tight end one, so you can start him most times.
1: That should at least be a little bit better. Yeah, my little lines look a little bit better too. Cool.
0: For the Jaguars, man, it was a tough game. I was like, I have Robinson on every team, and it's just like, ah, yeah, twenty nine yards, great, two points. But then he ended up getting a receiving touchdown towards the end of the game to save his value, and it, he ended up with probably uh eleven points. So definitely a a worthwhile week Keelan Cole out of nowhere six receptions for 143 yards he's kicking ass this year man
1: man and I'm I'm not even gonna like prior to podcast man prior to podcast like we've been big Keelan Cole fans like I know there's probably been times that we said like go ahead sit him but uh man we've been big Keelan Cole fans for a while but we definitely thought he was on the back burner at this point. But, man, this is kind of the Keelan Cole that we're looking forward to, man. He averaged 23.8 yards per reception today. Like, he he's the go-to over there in Jacksonville, period. I'm not even going to uh, act like Chark even is the guy anymore, honestly.
0: Like, it's been way too long. Well, there's a little bit of like, I think the Lions got Slay and he's one of the best cornerbacks in the league. They targeted, man, Chark got 14 targets compared to nine for Cole. I just, they were super disjointed today. Only had three points in the first half. Just weird game overall. And uh, I feel like.
1: Yeah, it's just like, it's just like, just because people gain targets doesn't mean that they're the. They're the main guy. You can see the same situation over in uh, Pittsburgh. Claypool clearly the go to guy over there, even though that Deontay Johnson was getting the most tar- like what second most targets going through week four out of all the receivers in the league. But it doesn't mean that the the top receiver's a bad play either. It's just like just just be careful with it. I think that chark is fine, but Keelan Cole might go ahead and uh, steal receptions
0: from you and targets. Yeah. Next one, we got the uh, the old Bears and the Panthers. Bears beat the Panthers 23-16. to Not a great game from the Panthers, man. Probably like their worst game of the year, honestly. Bridgewater had 216 and two interceptions. Mike Davis, he, he ended up getting a touchdown, but he only had three yards receiving, which is, like uh, uh, he's been killing it before this. So, this kind of a surprise dj moore had 93 yards he's he's kind of on fire man it's just so like not exciting
1: (laughs) No, what do you mean what do you what would you compare to
0: like a poor man's version of like julio back when he was scoring like two or three touchdowns a year like the first six weeks like last year type situation yeah it's like i mean he had he's had a few awesome games but it's just like even in the 16 I I sat DJ Moore today just because it's like I have other good options and it's like you're putting up numbers but it's like I just can't get there sometimes no, like,
1: and and, and I'm, I'm right there with you I mean even in this game Robbie Anderson only had four receptions and his average was 19.3 which was a little bit better than the 18.6 average from DJ Moore I'm not saying that DJ Moore isn't the number one but I feel like Robbie Anderson really has proved kind of like what I was saying about uh, Jamison Crowder. Maybe he is more legit than people actually thought, but they were stuck in a bad situation and uh, because DJ Moore is DJ Moore and all the hype around DJ Moore, people look at him as the number one, but maybe it is like a 1A, 1B like we were just talking about.
0: Yeah, it's like DJ Moore is ninth in the NFL in receiving yards, but Robbie Anderson's leading the NFL in receiving yards right now. Period. So through six games, he's at five hundred and sixty-six. He's a, that's like a fifteen hundred yard pace for Robbie Anderson, man. That's so crazy. And and that's just like honestly though,
1: like are are we really surprised though? Because even in New York, like that was the exact player he was, like a Will Fuller type guy, big play type guy. Like, I mean, now in a better system, it kind of makes sense, but I honestly didn't – that's why I traded him for Mike Evans. Like, I didn't think that Robbie Anderson was literally this good, but it makes me look at Crowder a whole different way.
0: On the Bears, not much to write home about here either. Montgomery had almost 100 yards, so, I mean, that's a pretty good game for him. Robinson had 53 yards receiving. Cole Komet got the touchdown, so – I mean, if you start Jimmy Graham, he had 34 yards. Anthony Miller, three receptions for eight yards. You could probably just drop Anthony Miller, man. I'm the biggest Anthony Miller fan I know. The biggest Anthony Miller fan I know. Yeah, The, the biggest Anthony Miller fan there is. Anybody knows. But it's just like, it's it's tough, man. He, I, he has most targets he's had in a game this season through six weeks is six. And... I mean, the quarterback play is not good enough for a maximum of six targets to be worth owning. Man, there's there's just be- there's better options. A hundred percent, man. The Chicago Bears, there's no
1: there's no reason they should be five and one, which is fine. I'm not gonna sit out here and like throw too much hate, but they are probably one of the most dysfunctional teams in the league. They have no clue what's going on. Their their main running back got fifty-eight yards with a three point one average. Like commit. I don't even know if that's it might be Kmart. I don't even know. <laughs> Go but, Kmart. Yeah, that's just like what we all know about Kmart is that, that it was non existent at one point. But they're, they're confused. They have no clue. Allen Robinson's the only guy to own on the whole team. Don't, don't worry about the quarterbacks like uh it, it's nuts man it's nuts but somehow they keep pulling out the uh, W's and I think this is the perfect
0: situation where it's like defense wins championships yeah I'm just so sick and tired of a man because I really do think Anthony Miller has what it takes to be a star I I'll I'll go to my grave thinking Anthony Miller's the man.
1: So maybe it what team, what ever. team do you think if, if like, I mean, cause he's probably running out of time here shortly, maybe this year, what team would be perfect for Anthony Miller? Get him on the
0: damn Packers right now. That would be awesome. I, I like, like let that. Me, MVS, Devonte Adams. I, I
1: that's what I'm saying, because I know that you're a big MVS fan. Like, so, like, with, with you saying that, man, that, that holds a lot of fucking...
0: Uh, that holds a lot of
1: ground, or what, what am I looking for?
0: Yeah, I, I think he'd be a top 20 receiver with Aaron Rodgers as his quarterback. Seriously. I don't know. Maybe the Chiefs? I think he'd be the second best receiver on the Chiefs. I think he'd be, like, a real weapon. Like, they don't use... McCole, hardman or watkins or robinson it's basically the running back kelsey and tyree hill but i think man anthony miller would just be awesome there so
1: i definitely vibe with the packers
0: but but it's like bears packers yeah it's never gonna happen but but it's like like, uh
1: the chiefs i feel like robinson's a solid receiver too but he doesn't really get like the love hardman as well i mean they're just kind of like a one-dimensional type Uh, Situation over there, just because of how good Mahomes is.
0: That's what I'm saying, though. I I I feel like he's on another level than those guys. Maybe I'm crazy, but we'll see someday. I guess.
1: No, I think they're all on different levels. Kind of uh,
0: Robbie Anderson type. This next one, the Ravens beat the Eagles thirty to twenty eight. Fucking, this game annoys me because like you're checking your box scores and you're just dominating, and then all of a sudden this game ends. Philadelphia threw up 22 points in the fourth quarter. Carson Wentz gets three touchdowns in the fourth. And all of a sudden, you're losing to the dude who started Carson Wentz. <laughs> just, that, that had negative pisses, points at halftime, yeah, man. it pisses you off, man. Like, a shitty game and garbage timed me to death. And I'm going to lose in that league because of it. And it just makes me sick. Well, that and the fact that he started Rojo and Justin Jefferson. But, man, I, I would have been able to overtake him if not for the Carson Wentz bullshit. So,
1: Carson Wentz. No, 100%. But, like, but at the same time, it's not... Uh, that, at the end of the day, it's not it's not Carson Wentz bullshit. I understand why people like Carson Wentz because clearly they're not looking <laughs> Carson, at it. you're looking they're, for the Carson
0: Wentz bullshit. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're waiting you're for it for. at this point, exactly,
1: <laughs> exactly. Like, I mean, that's why you drafted Carson Wentz is because you thought that maybe one day, maybe one day he'll figure it out.
0: Yeah, it ended up with twenty nine point four fantasy points. Two thirteen and two touchdowns. Then he had forty nine yards and a touchdown on the ground. Fulgham though, Fulgham had another good game. Seventy five and a touchdown for him, man. I I thought that might be like some crazy shit, but and you see, uh, Whiteside fell on a fumble in the end zone for a touchdown. Hey, I'm what I tell you all about Whiteside? I don't I don't care how I get it. That's like uh, in our dynasty league, I got Justice Hill and his first points of the season, he must have been playing special teams and he forced a fumble. So he got one point for forcing a fumble. Doesn't have any rushing yards, nothing, but he's got a forced fumble. (laughs) Yeah, Miles Sanders, good game for him. Nine rushes, only nine rushes, and he had 118 yards.
1: That's honestly, I was going to tap into that. Like, like and you said good game, like,
0: ah. Yeah, oh, that's scary, man. That's a great game. (laughs) 13 yards, Carry yeah, long. no, that's a that's a great game. Nine
1: carries is the scary part. Carson Wentz knowing he can't throw the damn ball, and he he's still not using Miles Sanders. Peterson still can't see, especially after what they did against the the Steelers. That Miles Sanders isn't the truth. The top five back that I predicted this entire year.
0: I feel like, like this might be some negative game script just being down by fucking 20 or by three touchdowns coming into the fourth. It's like you're trying to pass to catch up and stuff. Also, like the Baltimore defense is pretty damn good. Their next four men right now is a good time by Miles Sanders or his next four games. He's got the Giants week seven, the Cowboys week eight. They got a bye week nine. And then Giants in Cleveland, so those are four I just, games. I today. just sold him. Yeah, I just sold him today. I thought you were buying him
1: last week. No, I, yeah, no. I mean, no. I I mean, I love Miles Sanders. You guys know that that from the very first podcast we uh, even made. But I sold him today for Lamar Jackson, trying to buy into Lamar Jackson, which is on the other side of the ball. And man. I traded Miles Sanders and Matt Ryan, and man, I look stupid right now.
0: (laughs) But it's also like, you know, even a blind squirrel finds a nut. Lamar had nine rushes for 108 and a touchdown. Not much to say for this game. Uh, The running backs on Baltimore, Gus Edwards led the team in carries. He had 14 carries, 26 yards and a touchdown. Led the team in fantasy points as well. J.K. Dobbins had nine rushes for 28 yards, and he caught two balls. Mark Ingram had five touches this game. He hurt his ankle this week, so that's something to look at moving forward. Mark Ingram might—maybe he'll miss some time. Maybe that's the the crack in the door that J.K. Dobbins needs, but that's something to watch. It's kind of sad that they gave Gus Edwards the majority of the work, but this is one of those ones, just hold tight. J.K. Dobbins will end up getting the most work at some point
1: no 100 percent, 100 percent. jk dobbins i think he really is eventually even especially like dynasty leagues you're definitely winning if you got jk dobbins but just hang on tight like a like a roller coaster make sure you uh make sure you click it to the to the to the most secure position of your uh your seat because it's gonna be a ride but jk dobbins is gonna get you there at the end of the day promise like a tim hightower a couple years ago next
0: game you hear that eddie What's that? Daniel Jones having an okay game. (laughs) I feel bad. He had seven rushes for 74 yards, so not bad, you know? That's pretty good for your old Daniel Jones. Still only ended up with 13.8 fantasy points, but that's his best game since week one, so... I mean, that's his first time over double digits since week one. Congratulations to Daniel Jones for finally getting to the
1: double digits against Washington. Like, let's go (laughs) ahead, like, a moment of silence for that. That's probably still almost at the end of the rope for quarterbacks, so. Almost at the end of the rope. The end of the rope is zero. And there was two quarterbacks today that had more than zero moving in to the second half.
0: He scored more than Aaron Rodgers today. Say what you want about Daniel Jones, he didn't outscore Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen had 16.
1: Only two dudes. Ben Roethlisberger? Even... No. Like I know that in the half PPR, he only had
0: uh, 12. Yeah, he did. That's kind of crazy.
1: Yeah, it's super crazy for the score that the Browns had.
0: Yeah. Well, the Steelers scored 38 points. Only two other guys to talk about in this game. Freeman had eighteen rushes for sixty one or five point seven fantasy points. It's like okay if you got him. And we're going into bye week, so he might be worth something. And Slayton had forty one in the touchdown. Slayton's just kind of been pretty good player this year, so yeah, he's yeah, he's a nice nice option. Slayton's fifteenth in the NFL in receiving yards so far, so that's pretty That's higher than I thought he would be. You know, he's—I was a big Slayton fan coming into the year, but he's even surprising what I thought. I didn't think he. And I bad. don't know
1: what the numbers are, but he probably has more receiving yards than Daniel Jones has passing yards. Ah, <laughs>
0: just kidding, <laughs> just kidding, because it's impossible, but it's definitely achievable
1: when Daniel Jones is your quarterback.
0: I know Washington football team best game goes to Logan Thomas. Three receptions, 42 yards and a touchdown. Finally caught that touchdown. Finally got it, man. Finally got it. since the first game of the season.
1: Three receptions, 14 on average, man.
0: Maybe this is a sign of better things to come.
1: Maybe it's, like, just proof that Haskins wasn't the deal, man. I mean, I like uh, Kyle Allen when he was over there in uh,
0: Carolina, too. Yeah, yeah, he did well last year, man. He facilitated a lot of uh fantasy scoring for the Panthers last year so
1: and does not does Kyle Allen not sound like a hall of fame quarterback that sounds like a hall of fame quarterback like just
0: name based period yeah i could see it i see where you're coming from running backs on the football team This is kind of annoying. McKissick. Yeah, Gibson had nine rushes for 30 yards, four receptions for 25 yards. McKissick had eight rushes for 41 and six for 43. Gibson didn't get hurt or anything, so... Do you think they're trying to switch it up, or...? I don't know what was going on here, really. Uh, Maybe they just weren't feeling it with McKissick. Or Gibson and giving somebody else a try, or I—I I don't know. This is what
1: I do know is if they would have gave Gibson the same amount of touches they've given him this entire time, they would have won this ball game.
0: McLaurin had seven receptions for seventy-four. He's a must-play. Tough offense, but I, I McLaurin. Yeah, a yeah, he's something.
1: he's a super solid flex play. Like because of his upside's insane. His upside's insane. Like all he has to do is catch a touchdown, in that great A. 10.6 average all day. Let's get it, McLaurin. He's just a dog, man, and I think that him and Kyle Allen are gonna figure it out uh, moving forward. And then uh, check it out. Right now they're one and five, but don't look too far into that because I bet hot take, hot take, Washington's gonna end up eight and eight.
0: <laughs> that is way too fucking hot for me, my dude.
1: <laughs> hey man, hot take. Seven and nine. Can you give me seven and nine then? Oh, it was man. kinda hot. Oh, it was kinda hot.
0: I'll give you six and ten, bro. Whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> seven and nine. I'll give you six and ten, five and eleven. Name your fucking price. Seven and
1: nine.
0: That means they can lose four games. Looking at their schedule. At San Francisco lost. Seattle lost. At Pittsburgh lost.
1: Oh okay, okay, okay. Uh, six and ten. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hot take, hot take, hot, 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 hot take, hot take. It's a warm take. It's a warm take. Knocking on the door for third in the worst division in football. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was a fucking hot take, man. Eight and eight, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so,
1: I'm sorry. Jeez. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, you can leave it
0: in there. Like, right, and I'm gonna go ahead. Shades, bond, bro. Yeah man, it's bright out here. It's bright out here. Next game, the Broncos beat the Patriots. This one, they scored eighteen points and they kicked six field goals. Brandon McManus was the uh six for six. He was the hero of the day for Denver.
1: You know how sick you know how sick I am that I didn't pick up McManus. I've had McManus on my team multiple times and like i was like man for whatever reason i think that McManus is really gonna uh, i don't know you know how you just get feelings about kickers i had the same thing with gano the other day and then he balled out and now mcmahon is balled out if you got a feeling for a kicker it's a grab bag anyway just pull the trigger it'll make you feel way better at the end of the day
0: kickers are so random that it's like you're hurting yourself if you're not just cycling through unless you got justin tucker or something the broncos on offense of course melvin gordon missed this game with the dui so Lindsay had 20 no, no 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 101 yards
1: it wasn't a dui it was uh he was he was sick i
0: guess <laughs> sick of getting pulled over for a... they
1: said he was sick they said that he had oh he's like...
0: recovering from strep throw that's why he hey, was yeah. out
1: yeah like what okay yeah okay or DUI all right cool moving on
0: yeah coach's decision (laughs) um healthy scrap Lindsay I picked him up in the the early bird league of mine but I had to drop him just because I needed a kicker didn't want to drop anybody that would present a good value season long so I dropped him I wasn't going to play him anyway that's why I dropped him and he had a good game so Tim Patrick, though, he also had 101 yards. He's he's something, man. I don't really know what to make of him, but that's his third game in a row with over 10 fantasy points in standard. That's something. 43 in a touchdown th- week three, 113 in a touchdown week four, and then this week, 101 yards. Is he
1: like the new, like, Deshaun Hamilton for 2020? Or do you think that he's something moving forward?
0: I feel like he's something moving forward. He's got to be. Yeah, I don't really know what to think of this dude, but... That's basically it for the Bronx.
1: Six four, Tim Patrick got here at 6'4", 212 pounds, 26 years old, maybe a little older than everybody would like. But, yeah, man, right now he's at uh, 16 receptions, 209 yards, 13.1 average with two tutties. It's, maybe. He,
0: he should be owned. I would say, what, 12 team leagues he should be owned. 10, he could probably still find his way to the uh, waiver wire, but 12 and up he should be owned at this point tim patrick or anthony miller the rest of the year give me the shot at tim patrick just because oh no 100 because
1: there's no shots left on anthony miller
0: patriots their whole offense was just ugly man uh james white led the team in receiving yards he caught eight of nine targets for 65 had 7.3 fantasy points edelman had two catches for eight yards Nikhil Harry had zero catches for zero yards. Damian Harris had six rushes for 19 yards. Majority
1: of people, especially fantasy players, expected Harris to kind of come out and ball out a little bit. But that was not the case at all, man.
0: Six for 19 is not even close. Yeah, Denver's a tough matchup for running backs and stuff. So I was a little hesitant just because of that. Like, I switched, I had him in my one lineup, but I switched him out for. Daryl Henderson today just, I mean, they both have terrible matchups this week, but I think Denver's 32nd in scoring against running backs. So
1: Yeah, 6 for 19 is just not even good.
0: Yeah, just an an ugly overall game.
1: For all the running backs, like it usually is in Patriots uh, territory, man. 6, 5, and 4, 19, 14, 8. They all suck, always, and it's hard to uh, really put a finger
0: on which one's gonna do good this next one falcons beat the vikings 40 to 23 kirk cousins burned me man uh he was sitting there we i texted you like hey we were so right on that kirk cousins call he was sitting at 100 yards and three interceptions at halftime finished with 343 yards three touchdowns three interceptions just makes me sick man like i we were so right and then he he blew it for us (laughs)
1: And then, uh, on top of that, Madison didn't do anything as well, man.
0: Yeah, I really, man, that's crazy. 26 yards rushing, and that's it. I can't believe that. I thought at least, like, 70 yards, probably a touchdown, because the Falcons' defense is disgusting. It sucks, man. So
1: I mean, obviously, this is their first win this year. I, I don't know, man. I think everyone was super high on Madison. But, like, with that being said, like, the mentality of that, Maybe the Falcons understood that, and they're like, hey, we just got to shut down the run game because they think that they're going to run uh, run all over us with Madison. I don't know. There's some type of psychological something with this because it's, it's, it's mind-blowing that Madison wasn't able to produce. Like 10 for 26, man?
0: Yeah. Receivers for the Vikings, though. Justin Jefferson, out of nowhere, he's third in the NFL in receiving yards. That's crazy. 166 and two touchdowns here Thielen had 51 and a touchdown real quick Thielen has 415 yards and seven receiving touchdowns when did that happen I mean we're paying attention but when did Thielen get seven
1: Thielen's the new Larry Fitzgerald okay he's the new Larry Fitzgerald like he's 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 one of them uh, receivers that have been solid forever Holds it together, top 12 receiver, probably forever until he starts getting older. Man, just quiet about it, though. Somehow, like, he he went out there and had 17 average per catch, three receptions.
0: It, it is kind of funny, because it's like, nobody's ever like, oh, man, I just got to get Thielen on my team, you know? Like, you're everybody's trying to grab Calvin Ridley and all these other dudes, but it's like, yeah, you, Thielen just kind of blends in and... A wide receiver one for you <laughs> no
1: 100 percent. like watch it next year chase claypool is gonna be drafted about the same level as adam thielen and it's it's gonna be it's gonna be nuts man it's not even like a hot take because honestly at this point like we watched the uh Steelers game i mean J- juju's juju he's gonna be solid but man he loves claypool but like watch man, next year Chase Claypool is gonna get drafted the same area as uh Adam Thielen. Like maybe it's gonna be like ten difference or whatever. But like Thielen should be way higher than that than Claypool, but it's like the excitement or whatever. But Thielen's just one of them quiet players that uh does a thing, just like Larry Fitzgerald. That's why
0: I compared him to him. I like it. For the Falcons, Matt Ryan, 371 and four. Like you said, nailed it. You traded him today. And so, of course, he had 371 and fucking four.
1: That's what happened.
0: Yeah, Julio came back, had an awesome game. 137 and two touchdowns. Gage had the second most, four for 65 for him. I mean, if you're starting him at flex or something, which I can't imagine you would be right now. Yeah, you probably him. dropped him at this point. Yeah, a couple shit games back to back. Ridley had 61 in a touchdown, and Hayden Hurst had 57 in a touchdown. So this is where we thought the Falcons were going to be after that first game or two of the season. Like, wow, they're just high-powered. But then they fell off, and, hey, man, they're back. We'll see uh, where they go from here. But obviously you're starting the studs, and there's definitely some studs on the Falcons. So next one, the Colts beat the Bengals 31-27. Hey, man, you want to take a victory lap on Phil Rivers real quick? 371 and three touchdowns for your dog.
1: I want to take a victory lap, but not yet. Not yet. Like, I, I think that maybe he's starting to figure it out and he's starting to vibe with his team. Like, it's not one of those, uh, I'm I'm still scared to play him, but. Yeah, I would be too. Yeah, but, but Philip Rivers, like, maybe he figured it out, but uh, tread lightly. I don't know. Man, I I don't... They didn't even have that good of a game, man. They didn't have that good of a game. Phillip Rivers just kind of figured it out, I guess. I I don't know,
0: but uh, don't play him next week. That's what I'm saying. And I love Phillip Rivers, period. Yeah. Trey Burton had 58 yards and a touchdown through the air, and then he had a rushing touchdown. So, two touchdowns for Trey Burton. If, If you somehow played him, you're pumped. Jonathan Taylor had 115 total yards. Marcus Johnson had... 108 yards receiving for them was their leading receiver. That was at uh, Zach Pascal had 54 yards and a touchdown, so that was also a good one. Let's turn to the Bengals real quick. You want to take a victory lap on T. Higgins? Six receptions for 125 for T. Higgins. Would today? you?
1: Would you say? Would you say T. Higgins? Yeah. It's President Higgins, sir. President Higgins. President President Higgins. Higgins. Like, President Higgins, man, he's been out here, man. I told you that he was going to replace A.J. Green. And A.J. Green did not even do that bad. Eight receptions, 96 yards, looked good. But who did better? T. Higgins. For six receptions, 125 yards with a 20.8 average. Stop playing. T. Higgins is the, like, even in this game, T. Higgins, A.J. Green was second. Tyler Boyd was third. And uh, everybody from this from the beginning of the season, everyone thought that Tyler Boyd was going to be like the number two at the very minimum, no? And now he's third.
0: I, I do think Tyler Boyd is the number two, though. I just think A.J. Green's the number three, and T. Higgins is the number one.
1: No, I, and I agree. And I, I think that uh, Tyler Boyd, it's almost like the Dallas situation with uh, – Amari Cooper and uh, Gallup. They're going to fluctuate. Maybe Cooper will go ahead and grab number one spot. But C.D. Lamb's the man. And that's exactly what's over here in uh, Cincinnati. T. Higgins is the man. I've told you that. I've been, like, that's, like, my most passionate pick for a minute.
0: If A.J. Green wasn't washed up, it would be so similar to the Cowboys.
1: You saw those last three games of uh, Higgins? Like, he got four receptions, 77 yards, four receptions, 62 yards. Today against Indianapolis, 125 yards with a uh, 20.8 average, six receptions, man. President
0: Higgins. Moving on. Titans, Texas, 42-36. Watson and Tannehill both threw for four touchdowns. Over 300 yards, four touchdowns each. The story of this one was Derrick Henry, though, man. 212 yards and two touchdowns and 52 through the air man so ended up with 264 yards today that's insane a lot of good fantasy performances though A.J. Brown had 56 and 2 obviously a must start every single week Fuller had 123 and a touchdown Fells man second good game in a row for him 85 yards and a touchdown Brandon Cooks man nine receptions for 68 and a touchdown so and David Johnson, he had an all right game today, too, 57 and a touchdown. So anybody you were playing from this one, except for Jonu Smith, Johnu Smith, I think he left the game with an injury and which let Anthony Ferkser go off. He had 113 and a touchdown in place of Johnu, who only had one for 13. If you played Johnu, obviously better days are ahead. He's been awesome this year. So just look forward to the check and make sure he's healthy going into next week, but He's, he's a beast. Uh, Sunday night game here, we got the Niners versus the Rams. Jimmy Garoppolo, man, after getting benched last week, he comes back this week, 268 yards and three touchdowns. He he hit all of his three uh, top receivers with touchdowns. Kittle had 109 and a touchdown. Debo Samuel had six receptions for 66 yards. That's a little scary. Six for 66 and a touchdown. Brandon Ayuk had two for twelve and a touchdown. Yeah, right. How crazy is that? <laughs> like, bro, get Ooh. one extra yard. And then Debo Samuel ran it one time for negative six. Like, bro, <laughs> Meh. All right, there's too many sixes in this. side. Yeah. hey, <laughs> drop,
1: drop Debo Samuel. Drop Debo Samuel right now, because I... you know
0: what? He caught all six of his targets. One rush for negative six yards for a negative six average. And a long of negative six.
1: Guys, if you want to win your fantasy league, try Debo Samuel. Yeah. He's only right.
0: I don't really know what happened. That's a little uh a little scary.
1: Yeah, a little too a little too coincidental for me.
0: Mostert probably had his uh worst game of the season. He's still good though. I mean, 17 rushes for 65 yards. I mean, not great, but okay. For the Rams. I, man, I don't know what happened to this. Goff was okay, but Henderson had 14 carries for 88 yards. Malcolm Brown had two for four. Cam Akers, I don't know what happened. He had a good game last week, and now he's just gone again. I'm not sure where he went. All indications were he was healthy coming into this, so I'm not really sure what happened. But Henderson, 14 for 88. That's awesome. The receivers, this is, is just. Is
1: it though? Is it though? Like we we've seen we've seen like even uh, some of the uh, running backs that we've already went over. They've had nine for like seventy six.
0: Yeah, but that's with like a, a huge one, you know. And and the Niners are the the second best run defense in the league so far this year. So a six point three average against the second best run defense. I think that's pretty awesome. No, good definitely yeah yeah i feel you
1: but does that make like any room for acres not to get a fucking touch man i
0: i don't understand like maybe maybe, and
1: honestly even like i'm not maybe he he was recovering from strep throat (laughs) i don't know yeah right man but like even like i'm not i i like malcolm brown i think he's a good running back but like he only got two for four like what? Do, I think they're confused with uh, how they're gonna uh, move forward with the running game, man. And the
0: receivers—they're just kind of. This was a very disjointed performance. Like
1: you Cooper Cup three for eleven.
0: Yeah, that was ugly. But I'm pretty happy about it because uh, <laughs> I was depending out. on Cooper Cup to land egg for even a chance at winning in the sixteen teamer. Higby led the team in receiving after what he get last week. Like nothing. I think he got oh two for twelve. My bad, and three for twenty the week before. Whoops. So yeah, of course he led the team in uh, targets. Woods had ten targets for twenty nine yards, so he had less than three yards per target, which is just awful. I don't know this really bad performance, and I mean they're four and two, so I think they'll they'll be able to change it up and maybe do better moving forward. But this is an ugly man.
1: Yeah, no, 100%, man. I think they tried to do too much with this matchup. I think they tried to get too cute, man. It, it like,
0: reminds me of what the Niners did last week, how they were just awful last week, and uh, they came out and killed it. But now this week the Rams were just, like, terrible. So Yeah, California teams, man. Yeah. Speaking of terrible, last game on the schedule. Ugh, Steelers beat the Cleveland Browns 38-7. to yeah man that was heartbreaking
1: like i honestly like i said even on the last episode like i definitely thought that the the steelers were gonna win but they uh they really put it to us and uh a lot of people are calling for baker's head man but it wasn't baker's fault at all man like the line was getting blown up and i think it's more of a appreciation for how good the steelers defense actually really is more so than like Like, I'm not out here, like, preaching, like, Baker's, like, a go-to quarterback. I think he's definitely running the mill, maybe, maybe at the very best top 12. But he's, like, definitely right there in the middle, like Eli Manning, Joe Flacco, when they won the uh, Super Bowls. But, man, they blew him up. And everybody in Cleveland, yeah, everyone in Cleveland is like, oh, Baker, Baker, Baker. But it's not that at all, man. It's not like it was just like they were the better team today and uh we couldn't figure it out at
0: all yeah he came into the game hurting man they they couldn't keep the defense off of him man he I, I I started feeling bad for him I, I mean like obviously oh he's a millionaire and he's number one draft pick and all that but man he was just getting rocked and yeah man see what face, man, man a lot of players like will just tackle him but like T.J. Watt will, like, I don't know. He, like, loads up and just smashes into quarterbacks. It's kind of crazy. Like, most people will just grab him and, like, pull him to the ground. But, like, T.J. Watt will, like, gather before he gets to him and, like, give him an extra Yeah, a little, little hit stick, a little yeah. highlight stick. Man, Bakers came in with bad ribs and just got rocked so many yeah. times. Like, just... he
1: said that he was, uh, he, like, his ribs hurt and he's a side sleeper. So like he kind of got accustomed to sleeping on his back. Like after today, he's sleeping on his head, man.
0: Yeah, they they hit him seven times. Uh, they sacked him four. Just yeah, not not what you're looking for. Not much to say fantasy wise in this game. Yeah, yeah, from any anywhere, anywhere, man.
1: Even even the team that scored what 38. Like yeah, yeah. Ben Roethlisberger had a hot 12 today. Like it was like a hard nose. It was a rivalry game, man. Even though it doesn't look like it on paper, it was a rivalry game, man.
0: Nobody did good. Everyone was just out there beating each other up. This is a Steelers-Browns rivalry game. 38-7, to that's about correct. <laughs> no, yeah, it
1: looks good. But on paper, it definitely looks a little bit more... The scoreboard doesn't really show it, but it was definitely more of a battle than we've probably seen for a while, man. Like, nobody has anything... Baker Mayfield, 119 yards. Big Ben, 162. The running backs didn't do really nothing. Connor, for whatever reason, thought he wanted to show out today. Like, I don't know, maybe, like, I don't know, from Erie, he has, like, an extra hate for uh, Cleveland. But uh, it it was a weird game, man. It was super slow, super. uh, Even Case Keenum got in there for a hot second. It It was weird, man.
0: Well, connor has been good this year. Claypool, like you were saying, he's kind of a star, man. Yeah, I mean, you really weren't starting anybody. I mean, you were starting other people, but you weren't happy about it. Like, Juju Smith-Schuster, the last two weeks, he has 34 combined yards. Like, that's something you might see from, I I think that was about where I was saying Higby had. The last two weeks before this week
1: but like with that being said like who you who you got in the rankings like you asked me about dallas like you asked me about uh gallup like you asked me about uh dallas like who you got in the pittsburgh rankings man claypool washington schuster i mean i mean johnson's on the bench
0: he was hurt this game but how do you have them ranked <sighs> i don't want to be a prisoner of the moment man but like almost kind of claypool man really claypool juju i got yeah i guess claypool juju deontay but
1: that's nuts right yeah it's nuts man because coming into the year man like everybody like super high on deontay johnson i don't think he's bad but man claypool has shown himself
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, and you were in on Claypool like from the first decent game he had. You were like, "Yeah, he's Yeah, no.
1: I brought I brought Claypool up in one of our first super like probably one of our first episodes we ever made. And I like I was like Claypool might be a, like our a, like a real problem, but uh I mean, what they're out here calling him, what like, uh Mapletron that sucks. <laughs> no, I like oh, it wow. though. I like it. I like I like Mapletron. It sucks cuz it's Pittsburgh. But yeah, no Mabeltron. They think that he's. Uh... Well, if it was funny, I'd laugh. But yeah, but he's like a Megatron type player. Like he's huge. Like uh, what is he 6'4 or something? What is he? Yeah, mean? they
0: they showed him and uh, Calvin Johnson's measurables next to each other. They're uh, the he's one inch shorter. They're basically the same weight. He's like a click slower in the forty, but he jumps five inches higher in the yeah. vertical. So yeah, I mean. I don't know. Claypool, man. He's kind of a beast.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. And honestly, even even uh, coming in when, like I said, that Claypool was going to be the man, like I didn't even honestly realize that he was 6'4", 238. Me That's either. a big dude, man. Yeah. That's DK Metcalf. Yeah, exactly. And DK Metcalf out here at what? Number one receiver, low key. Yeah. like. Like, number one receiver that you want to have. Like, maybe stat-wise, like, he's not the number one receiver. But he's the guy you want. And Chase Claypool is over here. Like, this ain't even, like, an Antonio Brown type situation. Nothing. Like, this guy, Calvin Johnson, like we said, that retired early because he was on uh, Detroit. And, honestly, they weren't putting it together for him. But Chase Claypool in a whole different situation with Roethlisberger. And Juju, like he's proven before,
0: is a solid number two. So uh, Claypool, you the man. Yeah, man. That was it, though. That's the last of week six. So you know what time it is. We're coming back with the week seven preview. We got some other things that we're going to start working on. We're going to start working on the old NBA draft preview. We'll have an episode one or two. I'm not sure what we're going to do yet. But that'll be coming in the next probably two, three weeks. That's definitely something that we both love. We love the
1: NBA draft, man, and it's always good to—I don't know—just kind of get your opinion out there on the NBA
0: draft. Yeah, that's basically it. We just want our opinion on the record. So when we when somebody's a beast, it's like I said, he was going to be a beast,
1: like we said about Luca.
0: Yeah, but we didn't because we didn't have a podcast back then. So, but yep, that's uh that's kind of the next little project type thing we were gonna do. So other than the fantasy football and the NBA draft. That's what you should be checking for.
1: A little Week 8 giveaway. Stay tuned for a Week 8 giveaway. Make sure you uh, are following, subscribed, all that good stuff. Follow us on Facebook, uh, Hometown Sports Show on Facebook, Twitter, at sports
0: underscore, Michael. At Show Hometown on Twitter, HometownSportsShow.com. Oh, it's, uh, true. Upgrading, putting the notes on, not this time, but we been putting notes up and man if you look through there's a lot of helpful information
1: yeah it just it just it just tap into hometownsports.com it's going to become Hometown better and greater, greater. Hometownsportshow.com. Hometown send them to those bums at
0: hometownsports.com
1: you really that's not you going to take it to the trump bunch of
0: yeah so uh catch us later in the week with the week seven preview thanks for listening everybody
1: yeah i know what time it is we'll catch you later deuces